welcome to the DEI Discussions podcast series. We are talking for the Humans of Fintech podcast chapter, where we celebrate the wins, raise awareness of the challenges, and the talk for change across the entire financial technology industry. Today, we are at Fix EMEA Trading Conference in London and hearing live from Alex Chow. Alex is Investment Operations Policy Lead at the Investment Association. He's here today as a speaker on one of the panels and he's here to tell us more. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Nadia. Yeah, it's great to have you here. Tell us a bit more about your role and what it actually entails. Sure. So, I guess, firstly, the trade body I work for, the Investment Association, covers UK asset management. So that's not to be confused with the banks, which I think happens quite often. And so what our members do will manage securities on behalf of their clients, which tend to be pension funds or retail investors. So I think we impact maybe 80% of the country because almost everyone has a pension. You're automatically enrolled. That pension will then delegate the management of those monies, those funds, into asset managers, and they're the people we represent. For the IA, I cover post-trade policy, so investment operations, as, as you alluded to. So that's where the, the traders have allocated the securities and instructed the trades. It's our member's job or the, the representatives from our member firms to make sure those trades settle and that there's no errors, costs, etc. It's the functioning of the markets, basically. Yeah, well, it's a lot to consider. And today you were on a panel. You were talking about T plus one. Yeah. Can you explain to us what that means and what you're saying in your panel? Of course, of course. So when you're talking about T plus one, it's T plus one settlement. So I think many in the industry are surprised that securities, so the trading of stocks still takes T plus two. So that's if you trade today in two days time, that will settle. Whereas if I'm just transferring you cash, that will happen in 15 seconds. I think your bank will get a notification. That's because there's a a lot of additional steps. When it's something as important as people's pensions, there needs to be due diligence and compliance checks on that that life cycle of a trade. So it's, it's that long for a reason, but over time it's slowly been getting shorter. What we're discussing today is moving from that T plus two trade cycle into T plus one. And so that's happened in a few countries so far. India has already moved. I think the the big one and what many here today will be concerned about is the US announced they're about to move in May 2024. And it's just going further into the issues surrounding that. I can expect there's lots of issues surrounding that. What would you say is the most important consideration for the future of trading and all these changes? Yeah, so I think one of the good things about being here today is I'm I'm coming from a post-trade background, so I think that's an element of the the trading lifecycle that often gets ignored, so to speak. So when you go into schools and you talk about financial services, everyone sees the glamour roles. So the portfolio management, the the brokers, the traders, and indeed, I think they're the ones who get paid the big bucks, so to speak. But there's this whole infrastructure around it. And I think for for the future of trading, that's quite broad, but I think it's really important that all these different segments, post trade especially, and that's why I'm very glad to see it's represented, that everyone comes together and talks about these kind of issues, whether it's T plus one or cybersecurity, because all these different teams interact and feed into it. So yeah, I suppose keeping up that communication across teams. Mm. And that communication is so important because you're so right, there's so many different teams and different job roles in all of this. It's not just about, as you say, the glamour front of house. So despite all the change that's happening, how important would you say the human element is to all of this? 
Yeah, I mean, absolutely, it's key. <laughs> so in talking to our members, we've got 250 member firms. They range from the absolutely huge asset managers who manage trillions on behalf of their clients globally to small family offices, maybe 10 people in size. But one of the common themes when I meet with them bilaterally is the peep element, because as much as you try to automate and improve your processes and outsource to vendors, as as a firm, you're, you're still ultimately responsible and you need people with the right skills, the right passion for the role to either oversight or to do the role correctly. So. As much as we're talking about automation and the new technologies and maybe outsourcing, having the right people in your firm is absolutely key. And yeah, I mean, I think it goes through the job market in the financial services sector. There's so much competition for people all the time. Yeah, I'm really pleased that you mentioned that. There's huge amounts of competition for people, but also huge amounts of variety in the roles that they can take on. So inclusion is a huge part of that because we want all parts of society, all demographics of people, all different perspectives in our firms. How important do you think that inclusion side of things is? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's massive. So I suppose I I can talk to it from, from two perspectives. So before I joined the Investment Association, I was at a huge custodian bank and then one of the, the bigger broker-dealers, so all sell-side. And what you saw there was quite positive. So I think I've had more female managers than male managers. So there's good representation at those base levels in, in terms of the grads coming in. You'd see a rough 50-50 split, and that's across the board. So it's not just the glamour roles like we've spoken about, but in ops, in compliance, in legal, in all the so-called boring jobs, there's good representation. So I think it's worth celebrating that. I think the issue is sometimes when you come to, to events like this, maybe that representation isn't then reflected. So from what you see at an individual firm, when you come to a big event like this, you can quite clearly see maybe there's not 50% female representation. There's barely any, or at least barely any visible LGBT representation. There's making sure that everyone from all parts of society are involved and engaged. I don't think we're quite there yet. So I think certainly at the more senior levels or the, the levels at which people attend these conferences, there does need to be better representation, and, and that is pretty key. So with that in mind, everyone listening to this podcast, what would you want people to be doing to drive that inclusion piece further forward? Yeah, so it's really important that all firms look at their hiring policies and making sure they're reaching a broad array of talent. So something that we have at the Investment Association, which I'm not involved with personally, I know a lot of our members leverage is Investment 2020, and that's making sure people from all backgrounds, all ethnicities are offered the same jobs and the same routes into those roles that were previously considered graduate roles and graduate roles for the top universities. So carrying that on at a grad level. And then I guess what you also want to see is once the diverse workplace reaches that middle manager level, you want to see that continuing upwards, which I think will take time, I think is, is very, very key. So identifying what challenge that, that might be for people making that next step and then for them to, to actually do it. But yeah, all I can say is I think sometimes the finance industry gets a bad rep for being uninclusive from what I've seen and is back office rather than maybe more cut front office roles. People are quite welcoming, they're quite inclusive. I've not seen many overt sort of situations where, where people have been discriminated against and, and long may that continue. So Fantastic. Celebrate the wins, but there's definitely more to be done. Yeah, absolutely love that. And thank you for sharing your thoughts with us today on the DEI discussions. Thank you for having me. 